Good afternoon on a Saturday afternoon emergency episode here of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast because the Lakers, for some reason, have just reportedly extended Rob Polinka's contract. All right, cool. It's time to drink more. According to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports, this extension will take him through to the 2026 off uh, season. Uh, this is his second extension to this point. Uh, and, and look, I'm going to take you through all of his resume to this point, and, and I'll allow you guys to make a decision on whether or not you think he deserves an extension. But, you know, t- to this point, uh, if the Lakers are really about, hey, prove it and 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 uh, actually uh, operating like a meritocracy, I don't I don't think you can honestly explain this one. So remember, the Lakers originally hired Rob Palenka as general manager under Magic Johnson. Um, and that first season, LeBron gets hurt. A, a few of the, the other players around LeBron also get hurt. And the Lakers uh, just kind of stumble and, and, and finish their season on a bit of a fart noise. Uh, the following year, or, or at the end of that season, remember, Magic steps down. And the thinking at the time was, okay, cool. The Lakers have LeBron James. They're about to trade for Anthony Davis. They should be able to go out and and essentially name their replacement for Magic Johnson. They go an entire offseason without really saying anything. And then at the end of the offseason, essentially just kind of fire off a press release saying like, all right, we're sticking with this guy. And uh, from what I can tell, without... You know, that was two hires in a row from Jeannie Buss that did not involve any casting of a wide net to do any kind of research on the way that the NBA operates. And, and uh, when you interview, when you, when you interview a bunch of candidates, you can learn something about an industry that, frankly, like the Lakers need to continue to learn about. But anyway, so Rob Palenka gets the extension. He pursues Kawhi Leonard. He strikes out on getting Kawhi Leonard. Leonard winds up going to the Clippers. The Lakers uh, scramble, and they fill out the rest of their roster. And uh, essentially, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and a collection of steady role players, that uh, many of which were holdovers from the previous regime, they go out and they win a championship. So that is the credit to Rob Polinka's uh, resume. Like this is the reason why, if you if I was just to say, yeah, a a GM or a a lead executive that oversaw a championship would get an extension, that would by itself just kind of explain itself, right? That's that's all you really kind of need to know. But after they won the championship, they trade a key part in that in that of that roster for uh in in Danny Green they send him in a first round pick to Dennis Schroeder uh that trade I would argue backfired uh he tried to offer Dennis Schroeder a 40 84 million dollar extension that hilariously Schroeder passed up on um and you know it the the irony here is that if Schroeder takes that deal the Lakers are probably in a better spot than they are right now because uh, after Schroeder gets kind of shown the door in free agency and after the market collapses on Schroeder, the Lakers again go even further away from the identity that won them a championship and they make the now infamous Russell Westbrook trade. And the reason I'm saying, you know, all of this is 
you know, time after time after time after time, essentially every move that the Lakers have made since winning the championship has kind of sort of implicitly admitted that they had no idea why it was they won a championship or what won them that championship. Uh, Palinka winds up uh, forcing himself into a situation that he had to choose between Taylor Horton Tucker and Alex Caruso. Again, he didn't have to do that, but essentially that's the way that he framed it. He chose wrong, extending Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, who had a pretty bad season last year as Alex Caruso goes to Chicago and helps reform their defense over there. Uh, as soon as Caruso got hurt on a freak accident, Chicago's defense, well, him and Lonzo Ball, once those guys go down, their defense falls off of a cliff. Again, kind of showing, yeah, that guy had some value once upon a time, and you don't want to just lose guys like that for nothing. But anyway, the Lakers, they do make the Russell Westbrook trade. They send Contavious Caldwell-Pope for Kyle Kuzma, and uh, they they send KCP and Kuzma and a first-round pick for Russell Westbrook, um, and have not, they have basically spent most of the time that Russell Westbrook has been a Laker, they've been trying to trade him because it didn't work out. They haven't been able to trade him because, man, how could... <laughs> it, it, it turns out it's pretty difficult to move a player with $94 million left on his contract who does not seem interested in, in doing the things that it takes to win. To Westbrook's credit, though, he has looked better this season. I just have to keep on saying that so that West stands don't keep on going after me. But... But so the uh, where, where the Lakers currently find themselves right now is after an entire offseason in which they essentially operated as if they were going to trade Russell Westbrook. They wind up not trading him. And from what I have heard to this point, they don't plan on trading him because the Lakers don't want to offer up those two first round picks for uh, Indiana's combination of Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. They are going to wait uh, and and. They are kind of sort of monitoring, according to reports, they're kind of sort of monitoring the Chicago Bulls situation to see if they can undo their choosing of Westbrook over DeMar DeRozan. Uh, so that's one thing that that I guess you can kind of hang on to hope with. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the guy who, the architect of a team that I'm not positive can get into the play and let alone the playoffs with LeBron James and with Anthony Davis, that guy just gets an extension after he can't undo the mistake that he made, one of the most just baffling mistakes and brutal mistakes that have been made in Lakers franchise history. That guy gets an extension. And again, the thing that I keep on asking is, hey, where's the accountability? Without accountability, the same mistakes get made over and over and over and over again. And that's what we've seen here with Rob since the Lakers have won a championship. They have continued to look for creators and they have continued to ignore bird rights and they have continued to uh, just not care about the wing spot, even though everybody knows at this point in the NBA that role player wing role players are gold in uh, 2022 in the NBA, but the Lakers keep on making that mistake over and over and over again. And to Jeannie, according to Jeannie, uh, just hiring a new coach, which again, I guess to, to Rob's credit here, he did go out and he did hire the best candidate on the market in, in Darvin Ham. Um, and he didn't go out and, and do anything dumb, like, you know, trying to, to hire Doc Rivers, even though apparently that was something, according to reports, that was something that the Lakers kept on, kept their eye on 
just hoping upon hope that they, that the Philadelphia 76ers would fire Doc so that the Lakers could go out and hire him. But uh, again, he stumbles into Darvin Ham. Ham seems to be a really good candidate, seems to uh, be the kind of guy who can optimize a bad situation here. But again, that bad situation created by Rob Polinka. So uh, <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're sitting here telling me that Rob has in any real way improved the situation around him since winning a championship. One, again, that was, you know, LeBron James came in free agency to work with Magic Johnson. That had nothing to do with Rob Polinka. And then Anthony Davis uh, forced his way to L.A. through connections and clutch. And again, that was essentially a LeBron move, not really a Rob Polinka move because the offer that Rob Polinka wound up making to the New Orleans Pelicans was no different than the one that the Lakers were trying to make um, the previous season. The only difference is Magic Johnson was really, really bad at his job. Dill Demps was not going to make a trade with Magic out of principle. And by the time that uh, it, it, it got around to making that trade, both sides just kind of begrudgingly said, fine, here's the, this is, we're probably overpaying, but whatever, we'll just kind of carry on that way. So, I wouldn't necessarily credit Rob for the Anthony Davis trade because what did he add to those proceedings? So if LeBron came to work with Magic and Anthony Davis came to work with LeBron and guys like Caruso, guys like Kuzma, guys like KCP were holdovers from before Rob Polinka took over and then those guys were all shown the door, then what exactly is Rob Polinka responsible for? Russ? That's it? Cool. That guy gets an extension? What the hell? And this is a reflection on ownership, flat out. Genie Bus has gotten to this point uh, with some very popular press, basically because Jim Bus was so bad at, at it was so toxic that like Genie Bus looked great by comparison. But since Genie Bus has taken over, it hasn't gotten much better. Magic Johnson was a disaster. He was an embarrassment. Uh, and after that embarrassment, by the way, she keeps welcoming Magic Johnson back in because sure, she because fine, whatever. Phil Jackson, yeah, come on back too, even though Phil was a disaster in New York. Um, Kurt Rambis has one of the re worst resumes in in. NBA coaching history. Yeah, fine. That guy gets all kinds of input over an organization. Um, and, and this is, you know, when, when you talk about rot and when you talk about uh, incompetency in, in an organization, as we've seen from the Lakers, it starts at the top. It starts at the top and it starts with somebody who refuses to acknowledge a league that has evolved past the time when her dad was able to win championship after championship after championship operating the way that he did back when Ted Stepien had to be prevented from moving multiple picks year after year after year. Like the league was a different year, a different league back when the Lakers were, were at their best. So when you get show, when it gets shoved back in your face, yeah, the Lakers went out and they won their 17 rings. It was a dumb league. It was a really, really dumb league. Even when the Lakers went out and won their, their three-peat, there were still some really dumb executives back then. And now, where, where, where the league currently stands, the Lakers can't continue to operate the way that they are, but there's no real end in sight because Genie Bus has no idea that the, the league operates in this way. 
So yeah, like if you're if you're kind of fed up and you're annoyed at, at the fact that how does this guy get an extension? I agree with you, completely agree with you. And I'm sitting here wondering the same thing as everybody else. Hey, where is the accountability going to come from? Because it sure as fuck is coming from the owner. An owner, by the way, who I'm sure hears the cries for Jesse and Joey Bus to take more responsibility in the organization. Jeannie Bus, uh, I would imagine this has a lot to do with. So long as Rob Polinka is in power, there isn't an excuse to continue to, to, to see Jesse and Joey climb through the ranks. And if Jesse and Joey keep climbing through the ranks, then, you know, that birthright kind of situation that Jeannie has been kind of riding on, well, that gets called into question because if these guys who appear to be better at their jobs than Jeannie Buss has been at hers, uh, if if the cries get louder and louder and louder and the pressure gets uh, continues to mount, not just from fans, but from other owners and other corporate partners, you know, it at some point it's going to be really difficult for her to continue to not uh, promote Jesse and Joey to positions like general manager or to positions like, you know, vice president of basketball operations. And the only way that she doesn't, you know, she can continue not doing that is if she has somebody in that position. And right now, that's Rob Palenka. It's going to be really interesting to see if this season doesn't go right. And uh, and by the way, like, <laughs> there's a good chance it won't because, again, the Lakers have 73 guards, no wings, and refuse to do anything about that situation. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how loud these cries get as the, the the world kind of crumbles around that brain trust of Jeannie, Tim Harris, the Rambi, and and Rob Polinka. They're sitting there thinking like everything is dandy. Hey, here's an extension for you, Rob. Way to go. But but they're the only people who feel that way. Not a single person, I would imagine, no Lakers fans right now are more confident in the Lakers as an organization than they were when they woke up this morning. None. That's not a great sign, man. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast, this emergency episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Make sure you check out Jacob and new co-host Tani Amadian in tomorrow's show uh, on, on Can You Dig It, where uh, maybe with some more time passed, I'm sure Jacob and Hani are, are going to feel better about this than, than I do. Uh, so if you want a more optimistic look at it, you're going to want to listen to that. And then on Monday, I guess I'm going to react to this with uh, somebody. So we'll see how that goes. Until then, and until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.